Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. In every episode, we take one new story and explore it from the perspective of a curious child. This could be a new story in science or politics or business or entertainment. This is Sangeeta, your host from India, and with me today co-hosting this show is Hi, I'm Isha. I'm 12 years old. I recently moved to India from the US. So Isha, do you read the news or how do you get your information about current affairs? Actually, I read the news around once a week and I recently started listening to What's New Today. I listen to it on my Google speaker. So all I have to say is, "Hey Google, please play What's New Today and I'll get the latest episode." How do you like science, Isha? Because today's topic is a little bit about animals, especially giant creatures. Scientists from various parts of the world got together to answer the question. Today, can you really find creatures that are as big as the King Kong that some of us may have seen in movies? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's really fascinating that the animals can't really become as big as they were. Is there any other giant creature that comes to your mind, Isha, uh, in any movie that you've seen? When I think about giant creatures, I think about Clifford the Big Red Dog. <coughs> or I think about May from Turning Red and how she and her mother turned into humongous giant pandas. I also remember reading about giants in books like Jack and the Beanstalk. I think I've seen my kids read about uh, the BFG in one of Roald Dahl's books, again another giant. So it would be interesting to know if these giants can really exist in our real world. If any of us went on a vacation someplace or maybe just strolled down the streets of California, can we possibly really find a giant big panda like what May turns into? What do you think? Is that possible? Probably not actually, but it would be really cool to see if that actually happened. Just to clarify to all the listeners, uh it's only in our imagination. I don't think there's a giant big panda out there on the streets of California. It's perfectly safe. And uh, what are the odds, Isha? Do you think that we'll find a King Kong, a giant gorilla, if you were to go on a vacation to an island? Um, I think the odds are probably none. But it would be actually really fun to imagine that there's something as big as King Kong out there. I'm glad you clarified that the odds are none. But Why Isha thinks the answer is that there's unlikely to be any gorilla the size of King Kong. Uh, I'm going to let Isha answer this question because just before we started this podcast, uh, the recording of this podcast, Isha told me that she'd already read an article about the topic in a science news journal and I'm going to let Isha explain what she's understood. So the reason mammals can't be as big as they were when the dinosaurs roamed was because of heat. So if a mammal gets too hot, it'll die. So they have to devise a way to expel that heat from their bodies or else it could become dangerous. 
So Isha, you're telling me that mammals generate a lot of heat inside their body when we digest our food. And I've seen enough and more of my fellow countrymen dealing with the hot Indian summers by pouring a big bucket of water on their heads. And I'm going to assume that an animal the size of an elephant can't do much with one bucket of water if it has to deal with excessive heat. So what do elephants do or how, what kind of characteristics do they have that help them deal with heat? Because uh, elephants generally live in hotter places. So uh, big, due to their bigger ears, they can grow to bigger sizes. So their ears are full of blood vessels. Blood vessels that help them pump out that extra heat. And when they wave their ears, it'll create a breeze just for them to reduce that body heat. Elephants also have very little hair, which uh, doesn't trap in much heat, which allows them to move around freely. So, Isha, have you seen some of these elephants yourself anywhere or any other such relatively giant creatures? Yeah, actually, when we went to Uti recently, we went to a Mudumulai Elephant Reserve where we got to see them feeding the elephants and how they walk them. I found it very interesting that an elephant could eat a full sugarcane stick in one bite. Oops, I can barely eat a tiny sugarcane stick and I already feel my teeth wobbling all over. And you're telling me a sugar, an elephant can eat an entire sugarcane in one shot. Wow. At that same elephant reserve, they had wild boars. So as soon as the elephants were done with their feeding time, all the wild boars would move in. <coughs> Take in all the scraps and then move out again. So you've had a rather pleasant experience with a big giant creature, right? Have you ever had an unpleasant experience with a giant creature ever? Yes, maybe once. In Canada, we went to a safari where a small incident occurred. While feeding an ostrich, it bit my brother's finger. And that was kind of a different experience. Although ostriches are a giant bird and they're not as big as elephants, they can still bite your fingers. Vicious. So what happens if a mammal becomes really big? Like imagine if there's an elephant and it becomes 10 times the size. Why can't it expel its body heat? So if an elephant became 10 times its size, it would have to find even more food to eat. So it would be producing even more body heat than it would be right now. So that would become a really big problem for the elephant. You mean the elephant might be something like a giant ball of gas, uh, a smaller version of the sun. So at some point it will just burst out. Is that what you say? Yeah, that's what I meant. So in that case, how come on earth we've had giant creatures in the past including dinosaurs or is your explanation unique only to mammals who generate a lot of heat actually dinosaurs were reptiles which means they were cold-blooded so these cold-blooded animals their 
body temperature would change with the surroundings which that that means they didn't have as many problems to expel body heat as uh, our nowadays anim- animals do so you mean to say a cold blooded creature like a dinosaur doesn't produce a lot of heat when it is digesting its food or a crocodile also is mostly lazing around by the river bank because it just doesn't have a lot of heat inside its body and that's the reason why dinosaurs can become really big but elephants unfortunately are limited to their current size Isha some of our listeners are really young and they may not know what's a cold blooded or a warm blooded animal can we please help them so my question to you is if i somehow were to find a dinosaur somewhere and if i were to take it with me on a ship to antarctica would it become super cold yeah that's correct they would freeze if they went to the sahara they would burn up because of the heat at the desert so how is that different for mammals So we are warm-blooded animals unlike the dinosaurs of the past. So even if we went to Antarctica or if we went to the Sahara Desert, our body temperature would be the same as we are. So we would still have fever at 100 degrees Fahrenheit uh, whether we were in Antarctica or in Sahara and I would still need to pop in a paracetamol. So what Isha is trying to tell us is that all these giants we see in movies whether it is King Kong the gorilla or it's the giants in Ella Enchanted one of your Disney movies or uh, May in Turning Red these are only characters in our imagination and they can't exist because if they eat a lot and they actually become big and big and big at some point they'll produce so much heat they'll just burst and die isha i have an imaginary question for you if all these mammals were somehow able to make some change in their genes by which they can manage all that excess heat that they produce then is it possible that we might still find a king kong in some island in the corner of this earth uh no in an island obviously after some time the food sources would run out unless of course there's a very steady supply of helicopters filled with people that land in that island unaware of the threat looming there you know what actually scientists believe that if an animal was supposed to be as big as a king kong or as big as a skyscraper they would need legs that would have to be humongous to support their entire body weight and if they had these big legs they would probably not even be able to walk around so you mean to say before before king kong picks up a rock and tries to throw it at an oncoming helicopter it is more likely to fall down than hit the helicopter how come scientists explain the existence of slightly bigger elephants uh, may not have been 10 times the size of the modern day elephant but there have been elephants that were bigger than what they are today right how come they existed then did you know that mammoths which are supposedly humongous in size are just a little bit bigger than their cousins the elephants 
The scientists believe that since these elephants had all of Europe and Asia to go around to search for food, they had much more space than they have it now. So they would be able to find more food. Isha, I'm wondering, we do have one species of mammals which are much bigger than even the elephants, right? The blue whales. How come they survive? Underwater, it's generally much colder than it is on land and it's much easier to expel body heat when you're inside the water. So that's how blue whales can uh, become that big. And also the food source, which is just small, small krills and fish, they can find much more of that underwater than you can on land. Oh yeah, that's true. They can also travel very long distances under the ocean. So yeah, maybe if in the ancient days, the mammoths were able to easily walk across from Europe to Asia without passports and find food. Modern, I think the modern day equivalent would be the fact that blue whales can still roam very easily. So Isha, you seem to have read a lot about all of these creatures. Do you have some rather interesting trivia that you'd like to share? Did you know you can tell two species of elephants apart from their ears? An African elephant's ear is supposed to be shaped like the African subcontinent, while an Asian elephant's ear is supposed to be shaped like the Indian subcontinent. I even looked it up on Google and checked out the images. It's true. Did you know that some species of Asiatic bears can build nests in trees and live in them for almost their whole life? Also, a cheetah can accelerate in speed faster than a sports car. And that brings us to the next interesting part of this episode. Quiz time! Let's see how well you listened. Question 1. What is the name of the gorilla? A huge gorilla which featured in a famous movie. King Kong. Question 2. What happens to the temperature of a snake if you were to carry it from the hot deserts of Africa to the top of the Mount Everest? Would that temperature of the snake change? Yes, it would change with whatever temperature it's currently in, based on its environment. The last and the final question. Isha, can you name any two mammals other than elephants and other than human beings also? The hippo and the rhino. That brings us to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and a rating. I'd like to know how much you liked it. If any of you has any questions for either Isha or me, please email them to us at hello at wsnt.in. New episodes are released every Monday and Friday. So if you'd like to be alerted as soon as the new episode comes out, Do click the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen. Thank you for listening.